Recorded live. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> I need to start saying it because I actually do record live. It's just... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we don't want that. <laughs> anyway, hey, people out there, this Geek Soul Brother. I'm here with my nerdy Venoms. I'm also here with a couple of great guests, and uh, they're joining us so that we can all talk about Jessica Jones. Uh, we have... Um, we have Len, a.k.a. Bat Tribble from the Black Tribbles. How yeah, you doing, Len? How you, how you doing? What's up, fellas? Good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. We got, uh, we got Robert Young, faithful follower and cohort on Twitter, also uh, part of our uh, uh, Kung Fu Theater 101 team. We got Robert Young there. How you doing, Rob? Pretty good. What's up? I'm glad to finally make it here and... Uh get to talk with all y'all. Yeah, we're definitely glad yeah. to have you. We're also getting... And, and, and not to mention sexually harassing when Susie comes Sexually harassed. <laughs> well, well, we'll have to do that on the, uh, on the we're re-upload. We're going to have a seminar about that. <laughs> exactly. Got, you guys are going to have to... Dark. Exactly. You're going to have to... Well, you know what? We used to have a Geek Soul Brother after dark, and they're still up if anybody wants yeah. to look for them. Yeah, we had to stop <laughs> doing them because the private was sexually harassing many of our callers. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, too much, too much. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, for you guys that are listening, this isn't the normal, you know, I didn't do my intro because we recorded directly. I'm behind a couple podcasts, but a couple episodes, but I want to at least let you guys have this uh, this week where we're going to go all in on Jessica Jones. The reason why we got, uh, uh-oh, we got a... Echo. Yeah, I know. I think uh, that was Darcy Conius uh, calling in. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. If Northern Dar- Virginia, you're on the call. Yes, this is Darcy Conius. Hey, hey Conius. If he comes through, distor- disturbing the um, force. The force disturbing <laughs> the force. <laughs> if I can well, he is, that's how he you is know coming. when I'm on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's coming from the dark side, so it's okay. Darky Connie, you're joined by your fellow guests. Uh, we got Len from uh, the Black Tribbles uh, and uh, Robert Young from Twitter. So, um, you know, all three of you guys are here. And the reason why I asked you guys to come on is because you all and myself have binge-watched Jessica Jones, and we could go all in from beginning to end, which we're going to do in a little while. <laughs> because that's that how down. you roll. <laughs> that's how I roll. But first, let me introduce the Nerdy Venoms. We're, we're down a few this this uh, this evening. So, uh, yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're going to introduce them. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi on the call. Uh, is everybody aboard? I tried my best. I did. I did. Is everybody aboard? Just nay, if you're not here. Nay. <laughs> Everybody's aboard. Use that, that speaking spell the best he could. <laughs> we got uh, the private on the call. Would you put day drinking under experience or special skill? Experience. <laughs> When you're especially skilled at doing it, you know? Special skills. You you have a certain number of special skills. That's yeah. right. Uh, we got uh we got M Dog on the call. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, giving, and I'm 
I hate all of you. Dude, that's okay. It's mutual, really. It's like the, it's just like below <laughs> Jim. <laughs> the Jim movie, mind you, not the not the television series. As a matter of fact, if Jim was a, a reality show, then they would be beating you in music right now. <laughs> True that. That's funny. Anyway, let's move on. Um, we'll do a quick news. You know, maybe, maybe we'll. Maybe we'll do a half news hat. You know, it's up to you, private. We'll do a quick news, and I then we'll. Uh, I could do it. Yeah, so, well, let, let, let me ask you guys. You, you guess on the call. Are, are you good if we uh, start the uh, review at maybe uh, instead of ten thirty, like ten forty? No, I'm here for whatever. I'm here for whatever. So go for it. All right, then we're good. All right, private. All right. You know what? We we do everything. As you callers, I mean callers, as you guys that listen to us, you know, we, you know how we roll. We do our uh, box office totals and other reviews and stuff like that, of course. But first, we always do our nerdy news. <laughs> you sure that's not the background music to the news? <laughs> it's not the intro? Star to star. We bring you the daily news. M dog, you, you you know we started late, right? Like you guys, yeah, <laughs> you got ten minutes. You're doing this on the fly. I'm not. I'm not Dalek. <laughs> you <laughs> certainly are not. But thank you very much. We appreciate okay. it. Take it away, private. All right, we begin tonight with hopefully an end of end of an era over at 20th Century Fox. Uh, despite the f- hype machine uh, the studio had this past summer for uh, the Fantastic Four, uh, including it giving it a uh, 2017 release date for the sequel. It appears the studio has now pulled the project from its release date slate. So apparently, there's no Fantastic Four too. Does that mean that uh, they're going to finally give up? <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> give up, give Please. in, and give back. Give yeah, back. give back. Give back, yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, uh, um, uh, just a just to let our guests know, you guys can chime in at any time. So just just you know, just throw your comments in. Uh, yeah, just a free all for all room for the Fantastic Four movies yeah. right now. Just go right ahead. We all. I, I I was always taught if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> in this particular case, you can say whatever the hell you want. It's <laughs> all free Thanksgiving in the household, then. Oh God. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, looks like uh, Tom Cruise is getting a new mummy. Uh, the actor and all-around action junkie is in, in talks to star in the famed horror film reboot, which appears will be directed by Alex Kurtzman. Uh, little is known about the film. However, it is likely to be set in present day. Oh, shoot. The mu- is Tom Cruise in The Mummy? Oh, really? Really? Please. Well, just, I mean, they okay. were a lot shorter in the past, so... Oh, man. Uh, Alex Hirsch took to, to uh, Alex, Alex 
excuse me, uh, took his Tumblr uh, last week to announce that the beloved series Gravity Falls is ending. Uh, Hirsch stated that there are only two episodes remaining of the show, and that he was making he was making the decision to end it, not this, not Disney. So oh. one episode now. <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. See, now I never watched Gravity Falls. Oh, you I never gotta watch Gravity it. Falls. Everybody Gravity tells Falls. me it's like they saw that. It is hot. Like you have yeah. got to watch Gravity Falls. I watched it, the first unfortunately, season. and unfortunately, you know them like airing it whenever Disney airing it whenever the hell they wanted kind of didn't help matters. Like, they weren't actually it airing it when they wanted it. They were airing it basically when it was produced. So I mean, they were trying mm. to stretch out things in the hopes he would change his mind. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> telling you to hurry up, and he was like, "I can't hurry up. I'm just gonna stop." They're like, we're going to go ahead and air them as you make them. And it's like, please, for the love of God, make more. <laughs> uh, Tarantino has some major beef against Spike Lee. Uh, in an interview no. with... No. Uh, <laughs> in an interview with a Brazilian newspaper, the auteur was asked if he would ever work with the Chirac director again after his experience in Girl 6. Uh, Tarantino emphatically answered, never, elaborating that, and I quote, I have two more films to direct, and I will not spend any of them working with that son of a bitch. Uh, he would be very happy the day that I accept to work with him, but it will never happen. Wait a minute. They, were together, the they did Girl 6? Yeah. Well, Tarantino together? acted Girl 6. Yeah, he, he acted in Girl 6 with Spike oh. Lee. Yeah, Spike oh. Lee directed it himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in Girl 6. That's right. Um <clears throat> Uh, we may be get, getting more Riddick in the near future. Director David Towey went on the record to say that not only a Riddick sequel is in the pipeline, but a TV series about the mercenaries of that universe is in the works as well. Again, this is, all, this is all up in the air right now since Vin Diesel is also working on his countless Fast and Furious projects and the Triple uh, X film that uh, apparently he's still working on. Uh, no. No, thank you. No. What, Triple X? No. No, 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 Furious movies made like a boatload of dough. They made a boatload of dough because of the action, but everybody thinks, or at least Vin thinks, it's because of Vin, so now he thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Because now he did this stupid-ass witch hunter that was in the movies from Saturday oh, to gosh. Sunday, then it was gone, and now, yeah. now he's trying to reboot Triple uh, X and all this other bullshit. Nobody wants to see his, his stumbling, muttering, Puffed up looking ass. This is I like him as group personally. You like him as what? Oh. I, I like him as group, right. He was good at the Iron film. Giant too. Well, let me let, let me ask you guys real quick before we move on. Can you see him as Black Bolton in the humans? No. Yes. Yes. Well as long as long as he's not talking, I mean. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a non-speaking oh, role, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not talking. talking. He's yeah, but he, Joe, I see him with the money he made and being executive producer or exec or just producer or just in the background. Yes. Uh, yeah, by I'm the way, fine if he's Black Bolt. 
Uh, I told you, add, add uh, JD. She wants to come in. <laughs> she should have picked up the first time. Now she's yeah. not doing it on me. Yeah. What? This oh, is a penalty. Wow. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Got it. Jeez. Even after yeah. Sunday's reveal on The Walking Dead, there are still there was some still some energy left over uh, to get excited over the recent poster HBO release for Game of Thrones. Uh, the poster shows a certain character who supposedly died uh, last season, bloodied and upright, suggesting that he may have lived through his ordeal. So no, he ain't living. Man. He came back as a walk. Oh wait, a walker. That's a whole different. Uh, no. My bad. <laughs> Oops, mistaken. <laughs> wrong <laughs> franchise, Toby. Rant, wrong franchise. Uh, will the Defenders miniseries hold up to season two of Jessica Jones? Uh, we're talking about that tonight. Uh, series creator Melissa Rosenberg, uh, in an interview with THR, uh, stated that due to the logistics and planning of both series, that season two of the recently uh, aired show maybe push back further. So basically they're going to do the Defenders first and then it's going to be Jessica Jones season two. Huh. That's, no. She's hoping to get them down by the same time, but it doesn't look that way right now. No, why, why press it? No, just stretch it out. We're, we're not, we're not going to go crazy waiting for yeah, it. Just, <laughs> we're not going to wait five years like Adele. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, do it right. There's no reason yeah. not to do it right. True. And it's not uh, like she's not going. You know she's going to be in Luke's show anyway, so it's not like you're not yeah. going to see her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a given. Indeed. Uh, some other TV news: uh, Sonia Braga has joined the Luke Cage series as Rosario Dawson's character, Claire Temple's mother. So she's going to be the mother of Claire Temple. Uh, mm. Kevin Bacon has joined the Tremors TV series as both the star and executive producer. Every time I hear his name, I get hungry. Yeah. Well, Bacon is is in his name. Uh, Arrow is bringing back Roy Harper, as Colin Haynes has reported on set. Meanwhile, Tom uh, Amandes has also joined the series as the calculator, which he'll end up in the same episode as Roy Harper. So, The Texas Instruments, or...? <laughs> no, really too complicated. Guy. Nobody would. Ever basically, they're basically that. bringing like a D, a D or E list or DC character that can. Basically, all the ri- of the Riddler or something like that. Anyway, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I meanwhile over right. at Supergirl. What? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, all I want to say, all I want to say, can I share my my Arrow theory as far as Roy Harper coming back? Go ahead. <gasps> Why not? Go for it. All right. Is it about parkour. I I said it, I said it, <laughs> I said it <laughs> at the beginning of the season when they did that whole teaser about somebody dies. I said that somebody. In the middle of the season, he's going to come back. It's going to be Roy Harper. He's going to come back. He's going to be whatever Arsenal, whatever the fuck he's going to be, walking around, mopey, dopey, or whatever. Um, Arrow's sister, uh, Speedy, she's going to die, and he's going to take over the role, and he's going to say, call me Speedy. Hmm. Yeah. Well, she did die. Yeah. And she's well, already well, this, being time, this time it's going to take. Like the princess, like the princess Bryce, he's gonna be, she's gonna be dead, 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 dead. Uh, I think he's gonna come back more as a, as a love thing and and force her to the side. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, over at Supergirl, uh, they are beginning to cast a young Superman, or particularly in this case, a Superboy, for an upcoming episode. 
No, I'd rather see the dog first. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'd rather see crypto too. <laughs> Superboy. No, that's definitely. Uh, and also, uh, Felicia Day is in talks to join the Mystery Science Theater 3000 reboot as a new evil scientist. So, oh yeah, yeah, there you go. That's how you bring the nerds in. <laughs> Actually, that is how you bring. Yeah, include the girl, include the top female nerd. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and finally, a martial arts class finally finds a use for selfie sticks. A Moscow dojo has put together classes where they teach students how to use selfie sticks as a weapon, mixing Thai boxing and mixed martial arts. So basically, you used to like a scream of stick, more or less. So instead of having selfie sticks, they're actually using batons because they yeah. gotta be that strong. <laughs> like if you hit me so with, they need, with a so selfie stick, are they going to see Ronda Rousey? You might see Ronda Rousey show up. You never know. Although those so, selfie so, sticks, you know, they're mostly made out of aluminum, so they break. Dude, you. that's what I'm saying. So, so basically. If I study this martial arts, I can run up to somebody with a selfie stick, beat them with it, and then take their phone and their stick. <laughs> take their phone. Or more or less, I guess you could say Actually, that. you can run up to them, <laughs> beat them down, and take a <laughs> selfie of you beating them. Just F- the FYI, my, my wife said eventually that was going to happen to somebody. They're going to get beat by their <laughs> selfie stick. Anyway, for more news and commentary from the Five Nerdy Venoms, check us out on Twitter at Five Nerdy Venoms or Facebook, Facebook.com slash Five Nerdy Venoms. Again, F-I-V-E Nerdy Venoms. And that is your news for this Tuesday evening. Yay. Selfies are dangerous. Uh, by the way, JD wants you to try one more time, Toby. What? You didn't JD, 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 give me one more chance. JD, JD, give me one more. What? Really <laughs> we, were just, we were just kidding. You really should let her in. Anyway. <laughs> I oh, JD, you're, you're green this time. I'm going to click, and I'm going to see. Let's see. Uh-oh. 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 I'm giving it full power, Captain. <laughs> But we can continue on while we wait for her. You're not yeah, even. Yeah. You're not even part of Star Trek. You told me one part of Star Wars. Dude, I'm in every universe. I am in yeah. multiverses. Okay, I guess. <laughs> anyway, we're, for you listening audience, uh, we're going to do a non-spoiler about about you know about five ten minutes of non-spoiler of Jessica Jones, the Netflix series following the very successful Daredevil series. Came on the air uh, Friday at Indeed. 3 a.m. on the East Coast, 12 a.m. Pacific time. I stayed up till 3 a.m. Pressed <laughs> the play button, Damn. and then Over I and, and then I continued watching for hours and hours. Took the dog out, fixed a little breakfast, took a couple hours of nap, finished it by I don't know by six o'clock. Only to start the live tweet with uh, Mr. Watson, a.k.a. at Indu on Twitter, 
we scheduled and planned a very successful live tweet 8 p.m. Friday, this past Friday, uh, at the time of this recording, and uh, had a great time. So, yeah, I watched Jessica Jones, and uh, evidently our guests also did somewhat of the same thing. They uh, binged on Jessica Jones and finished it up. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do a non-spoiler, and then we're going to hit you with all kinds of spoilers. So if you didn't see it, I would suggest that, that, you know, we'll warn you, and then you can not listen for, like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, and uh, we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun talking about this show. So going around table, going with our guest first, Lynn. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about Jessica Jones? He survived. Lynn survived. Oh, wrong show. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> I thought um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it from the opening. I just enjoyed it from the opening credits. The credits was just like bang. It just took me right into the old uh, Alias comic series that it's based off yeah. of. Um, yeah. Mood was there. Um, I like that you could feel that it was definitely it, – it feels like the same world of Daredevil, but the tone of the series is different from Daredevil. It's definitely a different tone to it. So I enjoyed that. It still felt like the same world, but just another side of it. Um, I thought the casting was on on point. Um, the especially David Tennant as Kilgrave because he just mm. killed it. He killed it like like I don't know what. I mean, I thought he had me doing shit. Uh, right. It was, uh, <laughs> it, it was. It was. I I just really enjoyed every inch of this series. It looked beautiful. It was a beautiful looking series. The, the tone, the colors, the the palette that they were using. It did, um, right? It looked yeah. great. It looked yeah. like so much like like Daredevil. I mean, and I'm not knocking Daredevil because Daredevil was the shit. But Daredevil yeah. looked like a bad, like just a funky ass TV TV show. This looked like like this could have been HBO quality. That's how tight this joint looked. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the storylines. I enjoyed how they weren't scared of subjects because they went into some deep subjects with it and took their time oh, yeah. with it. You know what I mean? Like they easily could have just, like, focused hard on uh, Jessica, but they really built out that world around her, and all of the characters all felt felt real and flushed out. There was, like, there was not a, a misstep on this series at all, I thought. It was, it was great work. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What uh Geekonius, did you uh did you get the same thing or did you have a little little bit of criticism well, about any of it? Everything he said. No, actually, <laughs> no, actually, I, yeah, the show was you know, was really was really good. It was brilliant. Um dare I say even better than Daredevil, which is a high high praise considering how great Daredevil was. Right. Um, and, and I only say that because they're technically two different shows. Daredevil's more action based, um, and there's mm. a little bit more drama and layering with Jessica Jones. But yeah. I like the I like the fact that they had a, a a big you know a high wall you know to climb. A lot of issues that were tackled that have not been done well on TV. I think they nailed everything flawlessly with all the different challenges and topics they covered. So. That's the main reason because they just did some things that any conventional show would just would probably fumble the ball, 
and he did a great job with those things. Yeah, yeah. Robert, do you think uh, you think this is you think Marvel and Netflix? You think that they're just making magic, or do you think, like Len said, could this have been on HBO or something like that? Do you think that they're the best combination? Hey man, I just I, I love what Marvel's doing at Netflix. I'm I'm actually more excited about the Netflix stuff than the movies at this point. Um, yeah, I mean they they just knocked it out the park with Daredevil, and then they they come and do this, and it. I I agree. I think this is better than Daredevil. I mean they're very different, but uh, this, I mean they they hit on some hard topics. I love how Marvel's like you you look at Winter Soldier, which was uh, kind of like a spy thriller tied to superheroes, and then you come here with Jessica Jones, that's like a psychological thriller you know, tied into a superhero universe. And they're just killing it, you know, doing all these different type of genre films and putting them in the superhero world. Um, The casting was just fantastic. I mean, I didn't know what to expect from Kristen Kristen Ritter, and she killed it. Um, Luke Cage, man, Mike Coulter, just... Yeah. They couldn't have got anybody better to do Luke Cage, man. I'm so excited about the Luke Cage series coming up next. So, yeah, I Martin think Marvel Netflix knocked it out the park. Yeah. I think it, I think it's interesting that you pointed out, like, when you reference back to the movies, like, you went to the Winter Soldier, because outside of Ant-Man, Winter Soldier is really, at least to, to me, the only other Marvel movie that has a tone all of its own. All yeah. the rest of them, the Iron Man and the Thor yep. and the Avengers, they all kind of like shared a little bit of that same tone. But Winter Soldier stands out because his tone is different. And that's what makes Daredevil and because and even, even S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of shares a little bit of that same tone. But that's what made Daredevil and Jessica Jones stand out so much differently because the tone of that world is so much different. Yet it's the same world with both series, yet you can show that you can still have a different feel for it. For each series, yeah, they're very, they're very palp, was it palpable, right? Like yeah. you can feel, you can feel the atmosphere, you can feel the tone of the uh, of both series, like like you say, uh, in, where you kind of feel it a little bit in some in some of the other Marvel properties and stuff. Yeah, um, uh, any of the nerdy venoms? Any of you guys? Uh, did you finish it or no? Uh, I haven't finished I'm, it yet. I'm I've seen up to episode three so far, and I like. I'm on episode I'm, seven. I'm planning on marathoning it this weekend. Well, I, I said I wasn't going to finish it due to the fact that I did it with Daredevil, and I was very like depressed afterwards. Oh, <laughs> shows the Padawan apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, they don't want me to, to do it either. <laughs> no, I will say cool. this. The uh, opening theme song, just every time I heard it, I'm not sure if it was because of a few notes or whatever, it reminded me of like a dark version of the Sex and the City theme song. <laughs> I can see that. I can definitely I can see, that. see that. I can see that. Thank That's you. I thought it was just me, but like there was like a few notes, and it's like, this is the Sex and the City theme song. They just made it dark. That's oh, interesting. <laughs> now I'm going to go back because I'm definitely going to rewatch uh, some of the first episodes. You know what? I actually want to um, um, actually want to compare the uh, Jessica Jones and Daredevil 
Let me see if my notes come up. I did a poll on Twitter, and I asked people which was the better first episode, which had the first, uh, the uh, the better first episode, Jessica Jones or Daredevil. Forty-three percent said Daredevil. Fifty-seven percent said Jessica Jones had the better first episode. So I want to go back. I'm going to look for Jessica spoke... Jones. I, I, I feel that uh, both had strong... Yeah, I mean, they both had strong episodes. episodes. I feel like Jessica Jones had a stronger one just because it basically laid out everything you kind of needed to know about the character and everything off the bat. Who, Daredevil or, or Jones? Jessica, no, Jessica Jones. Jones. And that yeah. first episode ended so strong. I mean, yeah. that, was, that was like a powerhouse ending of the first episode. I mean, you got a clear I, idea of who yeah. Jessica is, what's going on with her life and everything else, and... You also had clear idea. You also had clear idea who Purple Man was, even though they really didn't show him in yeah, the first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, right. But little spoiler there. Um, but uh, I, uh, I also like the going back to the whole thing and tones and, and everything. I really like the fact that they sort of like took the old school noir storytelling. Uh, you know, since she is a private eye, and basically modernized it and just threw all this other crap in there and basically said, this is this, this character, and it works out so well. Yeah. Jamie, a.k.a. Black Girl Nerds, called it neo-noir, right? Because it, yeah, it was a modern take, but it was also the filming of it, the use, I think they could have used contrasting shadows a little bit more strongly, but instead of shadows, they used color. Oh, God, right? yeah, yeah. They used yeah, color, yeah. definitely. Yeah. You know? No, I love the but, whole shift just when, uh, for any of the flashbacks or anything, especially like when, you know, when Purple Man was about. Yeah. 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 And, and also, like, you know, certain things when she was, like, like the, in the uh, third or fourth, fourth episode, the fifth episode, where she's tailing uh, a certain character. Uh, how like basically it goes from like a grayish kind of cloudy day, and then like you know the hope that oh yeah we're gonna do this, and it gets brighter each passing day, and then it like goes mm-hmm. gray again. That's true. That's true. Good observation. Yeah. I also, I also thought that the music was phenomenal in pushing over or selling that noir, that neo noir feel, because the jazz. Yeah. Right, the jazzy yeah, this yeah, one, yeah. It, it it spoke on such an emotional level because there were little, there were little uh, accents in the music that matched Jessica Jones' uh, emotional state at 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 any particular time, yeah. and it would change from one to from one state to the other with her, with her acting and so forth. I, what did you guys think? You you guys think the music and cinematography? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was on point. I mean, it was just, uh, it became a very strong storytelling storytelling element there. Like, like um, what I liked is that it wasn't, it was there and it kind of like subconsciously put you in the mood without being over the top, without it, without the melody just basically telling you, okay, here's a dangerous beat. No, you know what I mean? It was just like a little nice little, like, hum in the back of your head, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. It was like, and like you said, like, 
it was again another touch of that old school noir because you had music on. If you look at a, a lot of those old school noir movies, right. you know the music was a little over the top, so they 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 uh, toned that down for for the 21st century. Back in the yeah. uh, the old noirs, you used to have a whole lot of voiceover. You know, first person, especially like Sam Spade narrating throughout the whole journal. Now I walked to my phone, picked it up. You know what I mean? And yeah. she did some voiceover too, but that was still still toned down for a 21st century. It was really, I mean, like I said, there was uh, not a miss beat on this show at all. It's very little to critique. Did you guys like the narrate? I mean, obviously. In order to do a detective story, you usually have narration, but but did it bother you at all? Sometimes narration doesn't. Uh, uh, case in point, the classic Blade Runner. Some people didn't like the narration in there. Some did. I, I personally no, did, but no, no. You know what though? The, it was so minimal. Like her. You mean her narration? Her yeah. narration. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was minimal. So it was like yeah, there wasn't really much to it. To the, yeah. So. I don't think it really did anything to detract from it. I think it just added thoughts to her situation, very similar to the comics. It's like, you know, our thought bubble, you know, the, the paneled thought bubble at the top of a certain panel, you know? And, right. and I also mm-hmm. think that it, it, it's a, a degree of length. I think a lot of people was hating it in, in the movie because it was like, it's a movie. It's going on for how long? And you yeah. have these people yeah. Where this is cut down to, it's a lot smaller, you know. And like they were saying, right. she's not constantly talking. Right? Yeah. Oh, right. Dang. Right, right. Robert, you, uh, I think you finished it even before me, right? You finished it that uh, Friday afternoon or something like that, right? Yeah, I'm on Central Time. I started at 2.01 when it dropped for me here. <laughs> and uh, right. I was... Damn. I was done at four thirty in the afternoon. Dang. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what they call that, right? You know what See, they what call you that. Right now? What are you? What are you doing? You you, you tapping your arm for more, right? Uh, like, like yeah, I said, man. Like I said on Daredevil. See, that's why I'm not uh, doing that. That's why I'm not doing that. That's all right. You know I'll watch they, it again a little <laughs> slower this time. Take it in a little bit. No doubt. They call that geek gangster. It's a geek gangster. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that though. I was thinking about that because I know that Netflix had another series. I can't think of it, what it was right now. Um, but there was another series that they would release, like, weekly. You know what I mean? And, between. It was, I think it was yeah, called yeah. The Between or something like that. Right, right. And I wondered, like, especially, like, you know, like we all, we're all jazzed up over, over, over the show and, and, and loved it. I wonder how much um, more – a bang for their money Netflix would have gotten if they had maybe dropped like four episodes and then next week dropped another yeah. four. You That's know interesting. I mean? I mean, Netflix you know, doesn't really do that, though. Huh? I mean, they all have only done that for one show so far, right? They had like, No, no, M-Dog. They said they were going to experiment with different yeah, yeah. times, like you know, time formats, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I think like in this case, I mean, series that, that had it was released weekly instead of all at one time. I mean, in this case, you basically have the holidays coming up, like you know Thanksgiving and everything in the U.S. Here, yeah. like uh, dirty Canadians, uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up. So I mean, like you know, they want to be able to have it out there for people 
Hulu. It's like, well, let's get Netflix and watch Jessica Jones over the holiday. Yeah, between don't make me prison shank you, by the way, Alec. M Dog, seriously, don't make me prison shank you. Yo, I, yo, I, I, like they're testing the waters. They're, they're, yo, there's about to be a big battle going on, and we're gonna see it, and it's gonna be streaming and regular TV. Yo, oh yeah. And it, it, regular TV already lost that battle. Exactly. So, yeah, they yeah, I mean, up. The, the, the regular TV is trying to catch up to the streaming exactly. service. And, yeah. and they're, they're catching up by reducing the... ads. That's a problem. <laughs> I don't know if they've lost it because I'll still, I'll still watch Flash and uh, Agents of Shield before I watch anything. And see, and that's the only way they're gonna win, which is the whole battle that's been going on decades, dude. It's just like. Who has enough money to hold on to what, keep it, and, and give people enough? I mean, that's the whole HBO, Showtime, Cinemax thing. But I think that when it comes to Showtime, HBO, the upper channels, they are going to have the bigger fight when it comes They're to They're going to have the bigger oh, yeah. fight, yeah. Did, did yeah. you well, notice, though, the mad product placement in Jessica Jones, though? <laughs> Hey, they got a wild turkey. You had Samsung. Oh God, that wild turkey ad, and it was like an episode two. I mean, there's just like a bottle of whiskey on screen. For it, which, how long? by the way, which by the way, wild turkey and Rockstar just sounds absolutely horrible. Together. I mean, she said, I love how they like they like they didn't preface it as being good or anything. She's like, give me the cheapest thing you got, and like wild turkey is dropped on the screen. It's just like I was watching like wild turkey, like the wild turkey company is like, well, we don't even care. It's like we know we're cheap whiskey. Go ahead and promote it. But no, it's like not even that. She's drinking it with. With rock star, it's like. Well, I mean, oh. she needed, you know, she needed alcohol, but she needed to stay awake to do exactly. research. Exactly, like like an upper and a downer like, of the worst kind. I mean, exactly. it's like a Jaeger bomb, but you won't puke. Exactly. Well, we know who are the drinkers on the show. <laughs> Appreciate that. I thought. I thought. I, hey, listen. I thought I was already. Uh, I, I already admitted to it a long time Dude, ago. What are you talking I, about? I'm a bartender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're also your only customer. That is true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, people that are listening, we're about to go in, and even you nerdy Venoms that don't want to get spoiled, if you want to mute for, uh, I'd say, at uh, least 20 minutes, we're going to go in. Oh, well, and, by the uh, way, Bison is officially on the call now. Okay. Uh-oh. Just I am me when we're over. It's, I mean, I'm only three episodes. And I don't Maybe. Care. Or maybe we'll just let you stay off. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stay on whatever. All right. Either one. Either one. Bison, yeah. yeah, how you doing tonight? Hey, Bison. How you doing, man? Good. Um, is this the, the section where we um, critique Jessica Jones or yeah, but we wait till later? We're about critique to spoil it, though. Are you ready for okay. spoilers? or? I saw the whole thing, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Bison, let me introduce you if you haven't officially been introduced. I know you know the Black Geeks. You, you know uh, Dark Econius. Uh Robert Young is also joining us tonight. And Len, a.k.a. Bat Tribble from The Black Tribbles, is also with us. And we've all, including yourself, have um, binged on Jessica Jones in a good amount of time. And, we're, yeah, we're about to go in on it for, for a little while. You know, we're not going to 
we're not going to uh, go crazy. We're, we're not going to talk about Jessica Jones as long as the series was, but we're going to, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit. So, all right, whoever's, whoever doesn't want to hear it, I'm giving you a countdown. Three, two, one. Let's spoil the crap out this. Jessica Jones. So, so for you guys. Oh, my God. When the Hulk shows up, I nearly shit a brick. Yeah. Dude, dude. <laughs> no, not even with the Red Hulk. So. He <laughs> <laughs> said the Red Hulk. Um, all right. So let me see. Let me see if I. Uh, did you expect. Did you expect the sexuality, especially in the first episode? Did you expect uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage uh, oh, banging yeah. it out? Dude, if you read the if you read the comic book, right? That's like like from like page three. She, page, did you, page but, but, but Len, did you did you expect it to be as uh you know kind of R rated as it was? Not R rated, like PG R rated, you know. It, it was it was definitely like it was definitely like PG sixteen or something like that. Sixteen, but there I, you go. <laughs> but I expected that because one, that was one of the ways, another way of um, setting this apart from Daredevil's world, and yeah. two, it, it it is. You know, they're taking advantage of it being on Netflix, being something that you have to pay for, as opposed to something that's on ABC, like S.H.I.E.L.D., where you never know who's sitting around watching it. You know, they're taking that opportunity to make it be a little bit more mature with the storyline, which this storyline, when you think about it, is the Purple Man basically took her over and had her doing all types of crazy shit against against her will, Right. That calls for a more mature setting. So it was that, right Yeah, it does. It does, but, but Darcy Conius, did you did you wonder in back of your mind is if Disney would actually go there, being that they're, you know, of course the parent company of Marvel. Uh, uh did you did you think that they'd hold back or no? No, and in, in in fact, uh, I'm definitely not complaining. But um uh, the thing, um <laughs> The thing I I think the genius of Marvel uh, slash Disney and this partnership with Netflix is they're using Netflix as Marvel goes HBO, and I yeah. think that's great because uh, I think that's great because once they I think when they once they succeeded with uh, Daredevil and they pulled up Guardians of the Galaxy and they pulled up Ant Man, basically these characters who we were just like no way is it going to work. People had bad taste in their mouth with Affleck and the first Daredevil. They're just like, we're going to do whatever we want at this point. And I think that's a good thing because um, being able to just do the things they did, I mean, even just Carrie Ann Moss's storyline. I, I, you know, of course, I can't stop looking at her as Trinity. But, you know, (laughs) to the day, when you take a step back and you look at all the stuff they did, even the abortion uh, morning after pill, and you just think yeah. to yourself, wow, this really enhanced it, and that's why I think it, you know, likewise, when Daredevil was getting his butt whooped, I felt like I was watching Kick-Ass, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. just like, it was just like <laughs> this, this is, is 
You know what's when interesting? We were, I, when we were growing up, uh-huh. when we were growing up and we were reading these things and we imagined being in these worlds, I always imagined this is what Marvel actually looks like. You know, and so it's getting to the point, like someone said earlier, to hell with the movies, actually. I don't really care for the movies, mm-hmm. you know, cause at this point, except for, like, you know, the Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy that's purposely being, you know, crazy. I right. think this is what Mar- Marvel should put their stock in Netflix and just keep doing it. Punisher, Ghost Rider, bring Blade back. Hell, well, they, at this point, they could probably do Ghost Rider. <laughs> it's all Marvel Knights, right? It's like their Marvel Knights yeah. uh, series. Moon Knight. <laughs> Moon, Moon Knight, exactly. Bring Electra <laughs> in that joint. Bring Electra up cloak, in there. Cloak and, cloak and, cloak and Dagger. You know. yeah. I would love yeah. to see a Cloak and Dagger series. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man should hat. be on Netflix. You know what? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what that's what Spider Man should be. Yeah, that's true. You know what's interesting? That Daredevil also didn't have a lot of cursing. You know exactly. You know because Daredevil is still a superhero, so they still got to you know be a little. It was mature, but they couldn't right. go. They 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 couldn't yeah. go, but so far. Right, right. Yeah, whereas Jessica Jones. I mean, there. Of course, in the comic, it's it's known like within the first issue. There's a, 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 a you know, a panel series where she's in bed with Luke, and you don't know what's happening. You just know that it's uh, it's quote unquote painful. <laughs> right, it's, it's it's painful. You're just assuming that you know they're doing something other than just regular stuff, and. Uh, and they kind of alluded that to Jessica Jones, you know, she's first time with Luke, and she kind of just turns around like, okay, you know, let let's go. And I was like, oh, okay, they did that. Yeah, and then, did and that. then she and then she went PC later. <laughs> yeah, and then she went to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think one of the biggest things is in the I guess in the comic and and in the series is. Jessica Jones, superhero, has literally has PTSD, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and is it's constantly, you know. I I mean, this is what veterans. Uh, this is what some veterans suffer. And Jessica Jones, this is a fictional thing, but a very real situation. And I think they kind of showed that it was interesting. I mean, obviously the story was in comic, but it was interesting that they. Um, did that to show that she had to face her demons, you know, yeah. in that respect. Um, so did you guys like Kildre completely? Or did you oh, think God. 'cause he kinda got he kinda got a little <laughs> pathet- he kinda got a little pathetic, obviously, you know, that, that was the way he was structured to be, you know, to reveal that he was pathetic. But was he pathetic or too pathetic? I, I thought he was just, like, more creepy than the comic books. I mean, literally, I thought he was... I didn't think the character could get any creepier than he could in from the comics. I yeah. was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what was... Just, like, super creepy. I mean... What was, the, what, what was the main creep moment for you? Oh, God. Uh, all the, it, all it, you guys go around the table. I'm going to go around the table real quick. We'll go with the guest first. What 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 do you what do you think, Robert? Um, 
Robert, what do you think was your creepiest Kilgrave moment? The weird thing is, um, I don't think the creepiest uh, Kilgrave moment for me was even when he was around. It was when yeah. Jessica went up into the hotel room to get Hope. Oh, and Hope yeah. couldn't get herself out, out of the bed. She peed on herself. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, this dude, yeah. you know, has oh. her just like so afraid, you know, so frozen in fear that she right. just peed on herself. Right. You know, and I was right. like, man, this dude is creep, you know, scary, creepy, whatever you want to call it. That that was when it really kicked in for me. Yeah. And it, it wasn't even fear. It was the commandment, right? It was the. Yeah, the commandment. Right. right, exactly. The, 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 the quote-unquote suggestion that's really not a suggestion because it's 100% followed. In right. A, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, like this, this, wasn't, this wasn't like the creepiest moment for me, but like similar to that is when um, uh, uh, Trish or Patsy was, was sitting there trying oh, to find man. some way to get that bullet into her head. Oh, you know what I mean? shoot. She was yeah. she was not going to stop like until she could get that bullet like inside of her head, man. I mean right. that was that was crazy. That was wild. Crazy, but, that was wild. Right. But, the, the, but the part that creeped me out the most about him was when he did actually profess his love to to Jessica. Mm. And the reason why that creeped me out was because one. Because David Tennant is just a, it's just a badass when it comes to acting, he sold it. He sold yeah. it that as creepy as he was, he w- he actually had sincere motherfucking feelings for this woman. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And what I liked about it was because with that power, that dude could do anything, anything that he wanted yeah. to do. I mean, yeah. that you're talking about. Like, if Lex Luthor had his power, we'd be done. It'd be a wrap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, yeah. the, oh, but, but what is going to be the downfall of every one of us motherfuckers with a penis? It is going to be a chick. <laughs> the, love of, <laughs> the love of a good woman. The love of a good woman. And if it, and if it was not but for her, this, you were looking at the world's greatest villain, that was yeah. creepy because she felt his sincerity, and now she has to question on her on her own self because you saw her wrestling with it. Do I accept this so that I can prevent this motherfucker from doing what he could be doing? You know what I mean? That was like, like I was with yeah. her. Like, what do you do? That's like a Sophie's choice, like a motherfucker. Uh, we have Connecticut on the call. Do you want to take it, uh, Geek Soul Brother, or do you want to? Hello? Hello? Did we? Oh, we lost him. <laughs> Jeez. We lost We lost Geek Soul Brother. We lost him. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was too deep for him, man. Yeah, it was so deep oh. that uh, we, we lost him. <laughs> Oh, man. As a matter of fact, he's out committing crimes. He doesn't fight. Uh, This is a cover story. He was here with us all the time. Oh, here. Is this back? Yeah, he's back now. There we go. And that's how how quick he commits his crimes. He is done. Um, He's back. You got our money? (laughs) 
Oh, come on. Talkshoe is not cooperating. There we go. Yeah, I fell off for a second. Sorry, guys. Uh, we have we have Connecticut on the call. Do you want to you want me to bring him in? Uh, bring him and her in. Keeps over. Who the heck is Connecticut? I don't know. They're calling from Connecticut. <laughs> That's what are they in the so chat? Quick. No, they're not in the chat. I don't. Uh, uh, Connecticut, see if you can uh, hit us up on Twitter, Five Nerdy Venoms, or uh, or hit us up in the chat. Just wanna. Just want to make sure we we don't want any derogatory guests coming on show calling us names. <laughs> Although they're usually the most interesting. Yeah, just they usually are. It's kill crazy. We want no kill crazy on this show. Um, Dark Econius, did you uh, did you while I was gone, did you talk about your uh, creepiest kill grade moment? No, I didn't. I I don't think I have one. I think it was sold so well. I was mm. more creeped out by by the concept, and mm. that um, to be perfectly honest, I had never read anything about Jessica Jones or right. Kilgrave uh, uh, prior to the show. The only thing I knew was that Luke Cage in the comics is married to somebody named Jessica Jones. That's as far as right. I knew. Um, so for me, the I like the fact that they sold what his potential was versus yeah. seeing what he was doing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they then they turned it in on you and made you feel sympathetic for him because he really is more of a tragic character. Um, right. You know, yeah. when, you, when you see him as a child and then you see right. the fact that this whole infatuation with Jessica really has more to do with the fact that she was the first person to make him have to, you know, not be able to always get people to do what he wants. So he was infatuated with the idea of choice and decision. I think it was a really deep play on things, but ultimately, you know, he did what he could. You know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but do you, do you think so he was I, I corrupted? Like do, do you think he was corrupted from the start, not even from the experiments that they showed as a kid? I mean, do you think he was corrupted from the core? No, I I think it was I think it was true what he said um purely from an academic standpoint you take any person and give them a power like that where mm-hmm. you know I I think one of the most telling parts was when he was explaining to Jessica can you imagine what it was like you know he he kind of jokingly said it when he told somebody to go screw himself yeah you know you yeah. take for granted the things that we say on a daily basis if you think about what if everything you said, people yeah. did it, yeah. how could that not at a certain point corrupt you? Yeah. I, you, you know I, why? Because I, I felt, I felt like, I felt like Tennant was bringing out the the layers of Kilgrave saying that, but also lying to them himself in trying well, to yeah. in, in trying to convince Jessica, right? that he was also lying to himself, saying how could that not corrupt? But at the same time, he's like, no, no, but you you went full on. Like, you you, you not only corrupted, you went crazy with the corruption, you know? Wait, um, well, you know, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I play a, I play a sift on TV. I play a sift on TV, so 
you know, this whole thing about the dark side. I think the allure of the dark side, if you've ever, you ever been in traffic, for instance, any real traffic where somebody cut you off or did something stupid, you just think just think about those moments in life you go through, the long line at the, at the cashier, at the uh, supermarket. If you do that once or twice and it works, Right. Think of all the things that you'll start out saying, oh, I won't be that bad. I'll just make this convenient for me. And before yeah. you know it, you might go from just, you know, shorter lines, making more money, to all of a sudden, you know what, this person gets on my nerve, let them walk in front of a car. You really yeah. don't know yeah. it. <laughs> you don't know yeah. it. You don't know until you know. Hey. And, and let's say you don't do it. And let's not get twisted. It, it was from him being a kid, right? Yeah. So he never even had... And plus, he he yeah. said he never had he never had any guiding. Well, Jessica said it. Jessica said he never had any guiding thing or anything like that. I, I, the creepiest moment for me was the was one of the flashbacks where he licked Jessica's face. Oh yeah. Oh first yeah. Episode. Dude, that's what first, I'm saying. First episode, second episode. You, you yeah. You see, there's moments in there where you're just like, all right. You're a cool dude. We understand. You understand things. And then he goes and do something like that. It's like, no, there, there's, there's a time where it's just like, all right, I don't feel like doing it today. And then I'm going to walk outside and be like, yo, you walk in front of a car. That's not no. <laughs> he has control and power over, and this is my thing with him, he has control and power over it. And what he does is he plays with it when he wants to. Yeah, and that's the issue. That's yeah, the that's problem. that's the he, issue. That's the core of him being issue. evil. Yeah, I mean, I think when his parent, I think when his parents came, he became oh. a different villain. He really went down a few notches. In my he eyes, did. I mean, I did not. I'm not a big fan of the show. I'll, I'll chime in as needed, but the right. pacing was really off. Oh, you you know what, Bison? We're gonna to get to that. We're gonna to get to that. I, I might, I might agree with you. I might agree with you on that. I just wanted to the, say, I just wanted to say, the, it wasn't the licking of Jessica's face that creeped mm-hmm. me out. It's when he groaned while he did it <laughs> that creeped me out. I just wanted to make that clear. After that should have creeped you out. I, I don't know. I just wanted to make oh, that so clear. Oh, so the father's arms in the blender didn't creep you out. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. You know, I've seen I've seen a few movies. No, the one thing they the one thing creeped me out was like you see him do does all these things, commanding like people that kill Trish and whatever, and then it's like Jessica walks into that room and it's like pictures of her plastered all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, was, wow, this yeah. guy this guy has taken creepy to a whole new level. They said on, they said on Twitter, <laughs> they said on Twitter, does Purple Man's power work over printers? Because that printer never stopped printing. It's <laughs> <laughs> still trying. It, they don't even make the ink for it no more, but it's just still oh, trying. Yeah. And, and, then, and then it got even worse when he bought the uh, bought Jessica's house. That that was the uh, yeah. Those are the little those are the little bits that tell you there's an issue there. Yeah. There's you no can tell thing. you can tell what people think about because some people on Twitter was like, God, all that ink wasted. <laughs> I tell you, man. He's a million dollars on me. He's a huge old villain. Uh, 
the eco village. <laughs> so, so real quick, real quick. He's, um, He's purple. Is 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 Kilgrave now the number one villain in our geek culture currently? No, nope. just currently. No, not, not nah. all time. No. Nah, nah. That about no? all, sure. Who's 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 number Bison? Who's number one villain right now? You mean in the MCU or the movie? No, in our in our in our geek culture, who's number one villain? Joker. Oh. The 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 currently Joker. Yeah, no, I think it's all. Ooh, I think it's always going to be Joker. Cut off his face. He is one of the top. Ones. He cut off his face. Well, he I mean, right now, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, right now, I mean, in this current point in time, in this current point in time, like like with Gotham on, with Flash. So you mean with, with oh. the movies? Are you talking about on TV? The dark on TV, in movies, like current movies in the past, you know, year We're or two. We're comic books, in other words. You talk you talk about live action. Yeah, live action. Let's say let let's stick it to live action. Yeah, general is going to be hard. There's so many out. You mean within what we're watching ourselves? What we're watching right now, or have previously watched like this year? Is Kilgrave is Kilgrave more evil than Zoom on Flash? Dude, no. No, uh, no, 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 no. Zoom took a Zoom bro- took flash, a bro- flash on a tour around the city. <laughs> Showed him to everybody and said, "This is what I could do to him." And I'm, I'm not even gonna unmask him. I'm gonna let him exactly. back up, <laughs> fix himself, and I'll be right back. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm not caught up on the flash. Thank, thank you for that. Oh. I would have to oh, you're not Sister We're trying to hey, we're spoiling Jasper Jones, but we spoil everything. Hey, look, look. We spoil everything. We spoil I'm everything sorry. on this show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, though? I think uh, Malcolm Marlin is probably still number one villain. Oh, of what? Of the year. Of the year. Yeah. Of the year. Malcolm, Malcolm is high. Yeah, that's a good one. Because uh-uh. yeah. he, okay. he literally set up this huge-ass plan to to kill Sarah, <laughs> to have his own daughter killed. Uh, also, he can like screw over Ollie and uh, become uh, Rachel Gould. It's he's the most <laughs> undercover one. He, yeah, he, he does. All of this just to get to where he is. <laughs> he does get some. Yeah, yeah. I I would say I, I would say that Purple Man lacks vision. He does definitely lack vision. He falls into the classic. Yeah, I don't think he's like the. The villain of the year. What you what you say? Uh, what you say, Bison? It's the classic comic book villain trope where he's you know a villain spends millions of dollars to rob a bank, you know, to get thousands yeah. of dollars, and he yeah, spent yeah, all his yeah, powers yeah. basically yeah. to mess up one woman where he could have just walked to D.C. and took over the country with the if he wanted to. Yeah, really. Because that that, that was the thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's um I did want to get to so you you guys like Trish, you like all supporting characters. What about Malcolm in the story? <laughs> oh the story. Oh, Malcolm. No? Malcolm you Nobody like Malcolm? No, I did. It, it's just sort of like it, it's sort of uh, like getting to the point where he becomes more of a pivotal, more of a more of a pivotal character in the in the story. 
you know, he starts out as a junkie that is like, oh, yeah, he just bothers people or whatever. And yeah. it turns out that, you know, what happens is he's actually this way because of Kilgrave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so he can get closer to to to, to Jessica. Yeah. And, and from that like point on, that then point. you start to say, you know, he gets to be more intric- intricate into everything. He, 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 you know, he's actually deeper than than how we were started out with him and stuff like that. So that's side person. What'd you say, Geek um, I was saying that we're going to talk about these little side characters. I would, I like the Will. female twin, whatever her name was. Oh, 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 really? Because <laughs> she, 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 she was just batshit crazy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you play that. You like. So you think you're so she, tough, she, don't you? She <laughs> did she play that right, well. And, but she was right in the end, you know? Like, no one else could really see it. She was like, look, don't you see the problem with her? <laughs> you, know? you know, just yeah. to, to kind of stray off real quick, because this has been on my mind since since I watched the show, and I just want to throw this out here to the table. Yo, a Batman series where Batman is more on the detective side of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've been what wanting do that. Feel about that. Yeah. I'm tired we've of been... Batman. That's, well, of course you are. That's yeah, yeah there's too many like, Batman. Yeah, I'm just Batman. saying. On the, on, on the detective side of things, just, just give, it a, give, give it a whim. Just what, what would you watch? Think, I'd rather think it do work. Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Well, I heard Batman can beat Darth Vader. So. Yeah, I saw well, Batman <laughs> beat Darth Vader. Um, a- actually, Bat in the Bat in the Sun did that, and Vader did win. I know. So, <laughs> he, 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 he won. He, he won later in the. He won later in the fight than he should have. He should have won in the first five minutes. Uh, Wait, no, you didn't see the you didn't see the continuation where Superman actually came in and saved the day? Oh there was no continuation with Superman. Go back online, buddy. Go back online. If you go go catch it, so come back um, to place. I wanna get a little bit yeah, yes. All all of the important characters. All the supporting characters I love. What about um? One of my buddies had said that the dudes in the in in the series weren't really represented in a good light. Correct. I don't well, know. Uh-oh. Except, for Luke, except for Luke, I mean. Yeah, explain that to me because I I didn't get that. Yeah, I don't I don't get that at all because you uh, I mean Luke. Luke, Luke is Cage, on point from day one. Luke Cage, um, Luke Cage was, you know, he was kind of, you know, well, my friend explained, I had to correct him, because he he said Luke Cage was a womanizer, which I didn't get, I didn't get from that, he just liked, he liked getting with the women, but I wouldn't say he was a womanizer, Uh, Malcolm was was a drug addict, of course, Kilgrave, and uh, cop boyfriend turned psycho, and that was it, right? That was most of the dudes. That was really most of the dudes. Um, now I'll tell you what. Well, oh, first of all, first of all, Luke wasn't. I don't know how you could even say Luke was a womanizer because the second he found out yeah. dealing with a married married chick, he deaded it. You know what I'm saying? Which, which so, is what I brought up to counteract the argument. Yeah, but he was still screwing her. He was still screwing her. So you know. 
Well, he was. You know, he, it's, he not had, he had, fact, it's not after the fact. It's not after the fact. Oh, you married? He knew he was married. He was fucking her the first time. No, he didn't know. But he didn't know. He said he didn't know that she was married. He said he didn't know. So as far as, as far as he was concerned, that was just a, you know that was his you know his his yeah. case mad. That's yeah. not womanizing. Who was it in? What was it? Was it in his place, her place, or hotel? His, it was in place. his it was place, his place, but it was okay, strictly see? a mutual. Yeah. It was definitely a mutual situation where she was like, "Hey, I'm just a booty call, so you know what's the big deal?" Exactly. Yeah, but the whole thing though is that she, he didn't know that she was married. Otherwise, because remember, he kept saying, "I don't want to deal with drama." Right. So he yep. didn't want to deal with that if you know if he knew she was married. Right. Yep. Any drama. Didn't hey, King, get on what you asked about before. Now, I'm going to take some heat what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it because I don't get it. Yeah, so the casing, I, I, just to buffer what I think Bison might say, but the casing kind of fell for me when between episodes seven and eight, maybe even seven and nine, it's slow. it might have been because I was up 24 hours. So, you know, it might not Probably. have been, I don't know. Probably. You kept but, uh, the pacing got a little bit slow when Kilgrave was, uh, uh, you know, when he was dealing with Jessica in the house, in her, her, you know, childhood house or whatever. What do you think, Bison? You said the pacing was a little, slow, a little off. What's up? Well, first, I was going to say, you know, I, a couple things about Luke I didn't like. One, he was literally a Mandingo figure. And you, you go out and grow me all you want. That dude spent more time fucking and crime fighting. And then two, <laughs> he was, I didn't like the power set. I mean, I know mm. it's Netflix, but the dude got knocked down with a, with a shotgun blast. You know, that's one thing I didn't have. I didn't care for the show. The power sets were all over the place. That's this interesting. Woman can fly, this woman can fly and almost lift a bus, but she was getting her ass kicked every five minutes. So I thought that was uneven throughout the show. If the powers were going to kind of gradually increase along the series, I could agree with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, that, that's one part that Deep. I care for. But the pacing, one through maybe six was good. Then it was a, mm-hmm. a, a circular dip after seven through maybe yeah. 11. Then 12 and 13 kind of crescendoed out. But that's just my opinion. I'll, I'll stop here and let the guests what do you guys think? Did, did, did you feel like the pacing, Robert, did you feel like the pacing was off? And Len? No, I think I agree with the the pacing. I, I think between about 8 and 11, it slowed down a bit. But, I mean, by, I was into it so much by that point that it didn't really matter. You know, I just wanted to be in the universe at that point. But it definitely slowed down. The first six episodes are, are really strong, and the last two are definitely really strong. And then the, those other ones, they, it just kind of slows down a bit. And uh, But, you know, I didn't have an issue with it. As far as the power sets go, though, I mean, yeah. Jessica Jones isn't invulnerable. So, I mean, her getting beat up is not – she's super strong, but, right. she, I mean, she can't take punishment like Luke can. And I think you know, the deal with Luke getting knocked out by the, the shotgun, it's just that, I mean, it's a point-blank shotgun range. A shotgun blast. So, I mean, he didn't get damaged. He just got knocked out from the concussion, you know, of the gun kicking back. Yeah, blast yeah. right there. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, point, I blank. it's point blank. I mean, you, you get knocked out for for that. Yeah, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, like, um, the, the pacing of it, I did feel like, like, I do remember watching episode 10 and saying to myself, like, damn, we got three more episodes? For real? You know, mm. like, Mm. Uh, so I so I did I I did feel like you know, like mm, maybe it, it, it may have been a little a little padding to it, but just like Robert said, by then I was so invested into the characters so much that yeah. even though I felt it was a little padded, I was like, all right, well let me see where it's going to go. Now conversely, if this had been on like regular. TV, where at episode 10, you still got another 12 episodes, then I'd be like, well, damn, you know, like, fuck, this is some bullshit. But knowing that it only had three more, I figured that, you know, all right, so they just, they, they're milking it, they're really settling into the characters, having some fun with it, you know, it still is just the first season, you know, um, the first the first time out the box, so I'm not going to knock it, I was still, I was still into it. I did kind of feel what you were saying a little bit about the power sets to a degree with her. Um, she wasn't flying, as she said. It was just guided falling, um, yeah. which I thought was a cool line. Um, yeah. And that's really, that's really truly more to the point of what she was doing, honestly. Um, but I felt like, I felt like for the most part, they were consistent. She wasn't the world's greatest fighter, because you got to remember, by her standards, she while she did try this whole superhero bit, it sounded like she more or less went out on her own, maybe took a couple of judo classes or whatever, and right. was getting by on her strength. So it's not like she was the world's, world's best fighter. And as all we know, we all know, no matter how strong you are, if you don't really have the skills, you can get taken out. She didn't have Luke's super tough skin, so she could, you know, would have to eat a punch. And... A couple of times she was getting hemmed up when she was like real tired or when she was like fucked up in the ribs. Like um, yeah. when um, when my man when my man Nuke showed up. Oh my god, I I freaked out. Um, but uh, yeah. So so it, while it was a little up and down, I felt for the most part it was it was consistent. You know, as consistent as can be. Econius, did you yeah. uh, did you enjoy the fight? Did you enjoy the fight between? Did it make sense the fight between Jessica and Luke? You know, I, I want to say, yeah, but I do lean toward what Bison was saying. Um, first, with the pacing, I can't put my finger on it, and I don't know, like you said, it was mm-hmm. just so many episodes back-to-back, you know, you start, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I do know they slowed in some parts. But I mentally just made an excuse for Jessica in the sense that, from what I understood of the character at that point was, A, she wasn't, you know, really – you know, using her powers like that. She had become accustomed to not being a, a superhero and pulling her punches all the time because, truth be told, she could have been killing people with every punch. And because right. she was dealing with PTSD from doing that very thing, I imagine that she was limiting herself so much that it became so routine that, yeah. you know, she was getting her butt kicked instead of really just thinking, oh, yeah, I could just do this. Um, as far as Luke Cage being knocked out from a shotgun blast, I don't know. I mean, that seemed like something I need to do some like thorough geeky research or ask one of my uh, really nerdy geek people, um, the Black Geeks, 
Because I don't know. Like the concussion thing, could he get knocked out for point of break blade? I mean, the Hulk has been knocked out before, so... Yeah, I know we're gonna go into like the superhero <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. battle card thing. Yeah, like, you gotta remember, yeah, they, like, they what, depowered what kind of him some too. When they depowered him some for uh, for Netflix, when they, not, so, like, when, they when they level. cut his when they cut his afro off. Yeah, yeah, that happens to most black men. Anyway, no, no, one thing we get in a. I was going to say sorry, and then we came right off, but um, the one thing we did not address that Bison did make up, saying, no it seems like everybody, like, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. But um, he brought up the aspect of this uh, Mandingo character. And, um, <laughs> he is a Mandingo. He, he definitely is a Mandingo that character. That is Luke, though. <laughs> but no, he, but, this is new, but, but this is new. This is new Luke Cage, right? And this is something that somebody had commented on that Michael Bendis had turned him into a sexual, you know, sort of like this paper-cut sexual black man, right, that, that, you know, almost like caught hailing back to stereotype, whereas when he was early Luke Cage, a.k.a. Power Man and stuff like that, of course it was earlier uh, in, 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 in the culture of Luke Cage, so they weren't about to show him you know, knocking boots with uh, all kinds of superheroin. <laughs> but he wasn't. He was more like that that fist in the air. <laughs> like, he was you know, fist in the air, right. He was Marvel's he was Marvel's like, right, right. He he was Marvel's semi militant, you know, I ain't gonna take no crap from nobody, just pay me. You know, pay me was, my money, he hire me, pay me. He was shaft. He was shaft. He was shaft <laughs> with a tiara. You know, so what, what, I, what I meant by that was he was in the bed more than you know. We we can giggle about that. I'm not gonna get too serious on it, but it is what yeah. it is. But the dude was in the bed more than he was out, uh, huh. you know, marching around. I mean, he had about four or five sex scenes. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Netflix. But the other thing but, you got to remember is that this is this is Jessica Jones' show. Exactly. And, and, and yeah. Luke's and Luke's relationship with Jessica. You know, um, never mind a comic, but just as it was uh, drawn out in this in the series, his right. relationship with with Jessica is more on a personal level. So that's yeah. where, so that's really where you're going to see it play out. He's got a whole other fucking thirteen episodes of his own show where you can see him mm-hmm. doing whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in this world, this is where he's going to be. You know, it's probably going to yeah. be the switch. You know, it, um, depending on where they set his series at, you know, time-wise, but it's probably going to be the switch when you see Jessica over there. So that's another thing you got to think about. You know, going on that, too, you, in, in the beginning, when the first episode, when I saw it, I, I kind of got upset. I'm not going to lie. When I saw Cage, you know, across the room and Jessica doing her spy thing, and boom, 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 and it's like him and the chick or whatever. But then I'm saying to myself, yo, why do we have to turn – the cage and be upset with him over there, but nobody's talking about her spying on him. Like, yeah, like, really? She Nobody was, said nothing she about was her getting a whisper in her ear. Like, yeah, you know you want. Like, are you serious? So she was. She cage? was. A, she like, was a classic. And let's admit, Kristen Ritter is a pale. She's pretty pale. So she she's the she's the like classic white chick. 
looking at the black guy in the distance, right? Looking at the black guy working uh, the working uh, the little blue tower. <laughs> That was no problem. And she get a whisper you know, in her ear. No, what, no, what, what, I'm saying was, what I'm saying was there, there, there was definitely, a, um, you know, there, there was definitely a juxtaposition visually, right? With, yeah, the with, optics of it don't look cool. You're right. You're right. The, I, but but I, at, at the same time, I loved, you know, I loved seeing them together. I would, I would, I, I wish they were more naked. I was. <laughs> And then you made a comment about me me making a comment about Mike Colton. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, I made a comment this about you sexually harassing our guests. That's all. That's, <laughs> a, that's all. <laughs> can I can I say, um, as a as a writer in my part time I'm actually trying to get stuff made myself. Right. When I looked at the situation, um, where they need to go with these characters, yeah. as a writer, I don't really think you could have really did anything else with Cage because you gotta you gotta yeah. establish that relationship up front, get yeah. it out the way so you understand their connection because he can't be in the entire show because it's not right. a show. Right. So yeah, it's just a good joke. It's not Luke Cage. Yeah, all those things you write as a writer with him and her, it has to be, we have to establish that these two have this rocky, emotionally charged relationship. Yeah. I think as a, I think as a writer, if I less time showing that and more with them working together, by the time you get to Luke Cage show, I would yeah. then have to write more of that to balance it out, to make it make sense. So and, to yeah. me, I like the whole one night stand turn to something else. It gets real crazy, heated, and heavy real fast. They burn right. out, but you still see it there. Well, there were two elements, right? The, the one also geek on it's in, in in studying storytelling, right? I, I've learned that you if you take if you take the agency, the decision making, right, and the direction going away from the main character a little bit and, and put it on other characters, it diminishes the impact that the main character can have. So uh, Luke Cage couldn't have too much agency. I think they balanced it right. I, 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 I do agree that on the surface you, you do see that element of... Uh, no, the, the, imagery, the imagery is definitely there. Bison's dead on with the imagery. Right. I just think the, the, at the same time... If he had more agency, right? If if he had more agency, it would take away from Jessica, right? And she had to be making the decisions in her own show, right? She had to star in her own show, and I think you guys are right. I think Luke Cage will, will have some phenomenal, uh, um, um, you know, direction in his own series, and Jessica will be, yeah. And and also just to add on to that. The sex scenes had to be used as a tool to show that they didn't know that they were super powered. They were. I don't know how you exactly, can yeah. listen. I don't know how you can have sex with a woman and you're super powered and she's super powered and you can't tell. Like, like yeah. somebody's got to be like, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they, 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 they both pulling. Pun- they both pulling punches. 
Yo, that's yeah, yeah, I know, too. but somebody, but but you know, somebody's gonna slip. Like Luke Cage said, Luke Cage <laughs> said, "Oh, oh, oh I, I don't want to break you." And Jessica's like, "I won't break." And he's like, "No, you don't know." And I'm like, "Dude, like oh. somebody's gonna grind <laughs> a little harder than." real world fantasy world, real world again. But yeah, no, exactly. That's real world fantasy but, world but stuff. Still, yeah, but no, yeah. but that's, 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 real, that's real life though. If you're used to it, you're gonna. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that's true. I, I'm, that might I'm be true. If you're I'm, really sensitive wanna, to holding back, I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too graphic. But but what? some people know. Some people. Some people. Some people more than others know that there are situations where you're used to having to hold back. You know. Yeah, funniest. Funniest. Are you? <laughs> Are you like saying said, that you <laughs> are you saying that you use the force in uh, unwieldy ways? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm talking about that scene in Hancock. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take it. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna plead the fifth now. Y'all just I'm plead the fifth. <laughs> I'm gonna sit something over here. Hey, geek, can I throw something out here? Are we judging yeah. this as a good comic book? series or is it a good regular series? I don't know. Let's put it out there. Is is it is it is it a good series overall? Is it a good T V show overall? If somebody never read the comic, would they enjoy this show? Yes. yes. Yeah. See, yeah. And this is the thing was. that they're doing that is that is good. Even mm-hmm. with with Daredevil, honestly, and this is just my experience, but please follow. Yo, People that didn't know Daredevil, and I wasn't a big Daredevil follower, but I kept up with a bit of his crossovers. But when I saw the show on Netflix, I'm like, yo, they're doing something good. Let's yeah. just tell people about it that don't even know about Daredevil and see what's up. And I did the same thing with Arrow. People gravitated that I told about quicker to Daredevil yeah. than Arrow but mm-hmm. just to say that they're doing something a little bit more right, and it's not a, 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 a people that need to know about comic books type thing. It's just that, yo, they just felt the Daredevil, because I don't think the Daredevil ran as much as being pushed as a comic book show. It was like, yo, if you knew Daredevil, you knew what it was about. If you you know it was on Netflix, and if you didn't, you was wondering what the heck is this that Netflix is pushing? Yeah. You know, it wasn't all about yeah. comics and all that. And then people watched it. I put people on it, and they they just ran with it. Yeah, I'm going to take the opposite view. Go ahead. No, I'm going to take the opposite view because I'm the contrarian. But um, she wasn't an antihero at the end. And at the end of the series, I didn't care about Jessica Jones. Really? I, I didn't care. Did I didn't you care, care about anybody? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, care, I cared about the woman who got blown up with the um, bomb, but, you know, my heart was broken. But no. Oh. I, I, oh. No, that was, that was a... That was a the neighbor. Yeah. No, no but, I, you know, for, for me, for a good show, you know, either make the person an antihero or make them a hero, and I just thought she was sort of borderline a pathetic figure that I didn't care about. That's just Was she matching the patheticness of Kilgrave? No, because after the parents appeared, he became disposable to me. He became a disposable character to me. Huh. You Um, think he can do anything better in this 
second season? Do you think it's just like the first or the second? Or the, 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 this beginning, the first season? Was that directed to me or to the crowd? Yeah, I'm actually talking to you, Bison. Well, I mean, I, I hope. I mean, I, look, I don't, I'm not trying to throw a wet blanket over it. It's just I don't, um, you know, are we going to be, are we being critical or are we just so elated because a character, a D-list character made it to the screen? You know, if we're going to be I, judgmental, let's be judgmental. I mean, that's just me, personally, me. I think it, I think it is a little bit of that, Bison, that we're seeing a character. Okay, so so we're nerds, right? We're geeks. And we want to see more geeks, right? Because we want to see more people get into stuff we like because we know that will make more stuff for us, you know, to watch, right? Because more people get into it. And I think it's cool that we got a character that we really don't know much about except for, you know, the comics that she's been in. I mean... Iron Man and Thor and all them, they, they're like B-list characters, right? But we got excited when they, you know, finally made it to the big screen and stuff like that. I'm kind of excited that, you're right, I'm kind of excited that Jessica Jones is uh, is such a no-name character and could possibly be a very successful property for Marvel and Netflix. That means that they can, again, do anything. Just like Guardians of the Galaxy, they can do anything. Yeah, and it's like on that that weird that weird take, almost like what I was saying, because it's like one of those. We all had like a a comic or some something that we liked, and we was trying to put people onto, and it was like, yeah. how do you tell them? How do you get them to like this? Yeah, and, exactly. And it's kind of like how this is flowing. It's, it's, it's all these lower class villains, anti villains, heroes. That like coming up and uh, and there's a lot of nerds out there. It's like, yo, I was telling you about them. You never read about them. Oh, now they're getting their shine. And it, 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 yeah, it, I mean, it's just I like I like I like that it was uh I think it was a a good show. But the biggest thing that I kept kept ringing in my head it was that this was a a good show with a very uh, complex female lead who was yeah. uh, was able to show all different shades of her emotion. Yeah, she was a little dour and depressing for for a little bit of the, the time, but she was also mad, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It also, she was so down that when she was genuinely uh, happy, especially when you saw, you know, she thought that Trish was dying and, and you could see that she was just so happy that the, like her friend, you know, her sister was still alive. Uh, that meant so much to her. It just made that shine so much more. I just celebrated the fact that we had um, a show like that on the air, uh, especially when I think of, and I'll shout it on the mountaintop, huzzah for Shonda Rhimes and for Scandal and how how to get away with mm-hmm. murder with, you know, two black lead, female leads. God bless you. That's great. But they both shows got like like a a real soap operaish melodramatic type of feel to them that don't that doesn't speak to me, you know. It doesn't. Um, this one, it it does, and it was a female lead leading the way. So that's what I I come away with, and that's why I think it it's um, a good show that anybody could wrap their heads around. Plus, as cool as Daredevil was. 
at the end of the day, as much as you're into it and you're into the whole real world that uh, Daredevil is building, at some point, you know he's going to get into he's going to get into the costume, you know, and then that's yeah. going to either make or break the show, you know. Yeah. And for some people, it made, it broke it a little bit because they didn't really dig the costume. With yeah. Jessica yeah. Jones, they they didn't you don't have that worry, you know. You don't you don't even have to worry about that. It's just she's got yeah, power. Yeah, I mean we saw the. Backwards. Yeah, I mean, we saw the costume and the name. She's like, no, no, no. No, no, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, I don't broken. Whatever. Can I make it's a co- Jewel, really? It sounds like a stripper name. Yeah, like Chris Dial or something. But no, real real quick, um, I want to make a couple quick points. I actually put this to the test with some of my coworkers. Um, I work with a lot of people who've never read comic books or not geeks whatsoever, and they got hooked on Jessica Jones. And to me, Jessica Jones and Daredevil represent what Winter Soldier was to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Captain America Winter Soldier, to me, was a good spy film that just happened to have Captain America in it. Right. Um, and, you yeah. know, and I think that's what makes Daredevil and Jessica Jones such good shows because they extend the reach beyond geeks without watering down the genre. Which was yeah. the problem we had, and yeah. which we had in the early '90s, in the '90s and early 2000s, was they kept trying to get these broad appeal and therefore screw the, char- the characters up. Whereas yeah. they're just saying, "Look, we're going to stick with what we know." In other words, it was—they did it so well, you could actually see Jessica Jones walking around in New York, real New York, and not yeah. think twice about it, you know, because they. they 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 pulled it off. And another quick point I don't think anybody we didn't bring up, and it's probably because of lack of females on this show, is the ju- the, the juxtaposition to Supergirl. Um, yeah. you know, I'm still wait- I'm still waiting for. Um, I'm hoping a female writer will tackle this because this was game changing in the industry and the fact this is the first female lead for Marvel before Captain um, Marvel and people are still pissed off about. Black Widow and, and, and the Hulk, you know. Right, and right. <laughs> I think they nailed it in a way that Supergirl could only dream of, where I think, you know, I, I'm not a woman, but if I were a feminist, I would be more impressed with Jessica Jones than I would Supergirl because Supergirl played into the, oh, somebody help me, somebody save me, where's my cousin trope, where Jessica Jones was like, look, I can have one-night stands, I can be alcoholic, I can do whatever I want. I can have issues, be complicated, and all these other things, and still make it out okay. And I don't really need nobody. Well, you I know. mean, like, there are the feminist sites. Like, I know uh, the Mary Sue is definitely raving about it, you know. Of course, and I would have to. Uh, Mary Sue be going back and forth. Have to go they don't know what they're doing. I'll just tell you, the, the Supergirl thing, I, I have to enjoy and like due to the fact that I've I've young women around me that actually endure adore the show, love Supergirl, and they're of that age. So age group wise, I'm gonna say yes. Not putting them on just because Jones and I'm enjoying that they like Supergirl. And you sure I, you don't want to put any teenagers, dude, any young teenagers or tweens on uh, Jessica dude. Jones? You sure? Dude, yo, geek soul brother, 
really, really, you want to walk to the crib? You rather run the crib? We can talk right now. We can talk right now. No, there's a difference. Um, Here's the thing about Supergirl is that she's a young girl, right? It's a coming-of-age story, right? Whereas Jessica Jones is uh, is, uh, gaining, you know, kind of gaining your strength back. But that's not what I mean. I I get that. What I'm saying is the execution. Supergirl, and I think this is going to be the problem anytime you do anything with any Kryptonians. That's just a DC character creation failure. But oh, yeah. at the end of the, at the end of the day, making her so weak, I think, is a disservice to the whole idea of being independent. You know, you can still find yourself, much like how Jessica Jones is trying to come back from PTSD, which is a real serious issue, and they, I think, yeah. they tackled it well, knowing yeah. people who have PTSD like I do. Um, I, I think there's a way to come into your own and grow and mature without doing the whole girly fall down and, oh, God, I'm oh, down, no. you know, that yo, type of everybody, thing. Yo, everybody at this table, I really believe, and I will speak for all of y'all, right now, uh, geeks over the side. That's dangerous. That's but, dangerous. Uh, <laughs> but, no, we always go on this thing when it goes with Marvel and DC and how they screw up. Marvel always keeps it to an adult understanding level where DC has their way of just, yo, they... Overthinking it. Overthinking, watering it down, just they... For some reason, they have Except, on. except for Flash and Arrow. Yeah, Flash bounced off an arrow which is after they picked up something. Arrow, Flash is a male version. Supergirl's a male, uh, female version of Flash. She's got the She's got the lab. She's got the support system. She has three mother figures oh, in her life. Flash has three no, father figures in his life. Again, which was, which was just said. Is the difference between the two is no, she cries, she doesn't understand the support system, she is weak to it, and it's like, oh, and she really needs be crying. her arrow. Damn, I'll be crying all the time. And Joe, and Joe be crying too. Joe, Joe be crying all the time. Listen, I want to get to the last question. Two reasons because it's getting late, and my phone's other reason my phone's probably going to cut out again. I'll have to call back. But. Um, last thing, this is a super spoiler for you guys that have stuck with us. If you don't want to spoil it majorly, should Kilgrave have been killed? Yep. That's the only yeah. way it could have ended. There's no other way it could have ended. Mm, let me give you a, let me give you an alternate, let me give you Geek Soul Brothers alternate ending. Uh-oh. <laughs> so Jessica Jones has them hemmed up has his mouth shut and basically says, kill Greg, this could have only gone one way. You think she's going to kill him, but she reaches in his mouth and rips out his tongue. Nah. Nah, nah. see, that would have been, nah. To me, that would have made me hate the series. Huh? Because to me, I, I don't think Jessica Jones 
would have done that. You know, that might have been something some other Marvel hero would do. Oh, you still have to see killed him. Yeah. But see, I, that's, I, part, I, that's part of her recovery. <laughs> exactly. That's the no, final part of her recovery. She had and the reason, the, the, the reason I... She took so long to deal with him, she created right. all this misery in everybody else's life. If she had right. let him continue on, even in a weakened state, it was like she still had that suffering to go, you know, all the drama, all those people that were hurt, at the end of the day, she had to come to the realization that it was her lack of taking action, decisive action, right. that created right. all this drama. Her doing that was like cauterizing the wound and just saying, now we can all move on to the next yeah. chapter. That's my opinion. No, that's a, that's a good opinion, and, and, and you're probably right. Story-wise, character-wise, you're probably right. That's the only way that she can move on. Theoretically, as far as making superhero movies, I hate to see villains get killed because then they can't be used later on in, like, season five or something like that. <laughs> you know, that's the only reason. And the only reason I said she, maybe she should have, like, let him live but disabled him vocally was that um, she said earlier in the series, I would love to see him. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily want to kill him. I would love to see him rot in a prison for the rest of his life. You know? So I said, oh, okay, well, maybe she didn't want to see him rot in a prison. She snapped that, that dude's neck. But, but I mean, okay. how much other collateral damage happened between when she said that? Yeah, and absolutely. When she, yeah, when yeah. She absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It made sense. It, it made sense. But do you guys, I, I, I was asking in a theoretical sense, do you guys think that it's okay to kill a villain? In this case, Killgrave. Was it okay to kill, kill, kill Grave, but was it okay to kill uh is it okay to kill a villain in superhero media so that they don't come back? That villain Well yeah. in the in the sense of in the sense of like comic books and you always want to see that villain come back and all that stuff type of stuff. No you you don't. You don't want to have it happen. But if and if your show is one hundred percent like just pure comic mm -hmm. Like Supergirl or Flash or, or Green Arrow, then you find ways around it. You know what I mean? Right. But if if the world you're setting up is of the realistic nature of Daredevil and Jessica Jones, then there are going to be some villains that just call for it. Like if this this is the problem to me with. Some a lot of Batman stories and Batman yeah, is a man, <laughs> but the Joker in the in the worlds that when they want Batman to be this gritty like you know <laughs> hyper reality and all that type of stuff in those worlds the Joker gets got you know what I'm saying straight yeah. up the dude he 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 kills a hundred people every time he comes back and yet you still don't take this book take this boy out. That's why it, it, it upsets you, and that's why every Joker story just, I don't care what the trappings are, are still just the same old motherfucking story each and every other time until you get to Dark Knight Returns when he finally croaked the motherfucker. Right. In this right. world, she has to take out Kilgrave. Now, if she's fighting 
you know, she's fighting somebody else. She's fighting the, the bulldozer or somebody like that. Maybe she doesn't take that boy out. You know, you disarm him and you send him to jail and hopefully he gets, you know, rehabilitated or whatever. But Kilgrave, right. you cannot take that chance. And pulling out his tongue, she's still going to be looking over her shoulder for the rest of her life. Because who knows, that dude might fucking discover, like, you know, he can sign language people to kill him. You know what I mean? Sign language. <laughs> you got, I figure you'd get one of them voice boxes. He'd be like, go over there and jump off the Yeah, building. you know, he'd be like, eat, eat your dick. You know what I mean? Like Roger. <laughs> no, man. Like no, but you're right. You you bring up a you you bring up a uh, you bring up a, a a reality of this type of storytelling. Land that how long is Jessica Jones going to go? Like maybe five se- seasons at most. Like we don't even know, right? So you yeah, can probably yeah. kill some villains and get away with it well, because it's a finite you, you know medium. Well, here's the th- well here's the thing. In the comics right now, they brought back. Kilgrave, and he has children who have the same powers. Oh, so, the embryo, yo! The embryo. That's it. That's how they're going to do it. All right. So you, I mean, you can very well have him come back in the form of you his children. Like, and he'll embryo, no. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have something. You can have something. But anyway, all right. You guys, it's been great. Um, we can uh. Actually, we ain't got time for nothing. I was going to do some, some other got stuff, but yeah, we ain't got time for nothing, man. Listen, let's uh, let's throw out you guys' info. Um, uh, 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 Len, since you're new, Darky Tony has been on a show, and, and I know Robert and uh, uh, yourself hasn't been on it. Throw, throw out your info for Black Dribbles, man. Where can they reach you? Yo, y'all can uh, find Black Tribbles at blacktribbles.com. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, every place like that. Uh, Twitter at Black Tribbles. Um, and it, it, thanks. Uh, I, I told I told you, Geek Soul Brother, like when we first started our show, yours was like one of the first shows that I heard out there that was like, you know, black geeks, like talking about this type of shit, man. And I've been down with you ever since and you got the fl- one of the flyest logos I've ever seen. I hate your fucking logo, man. It's so fucking uh, Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it, took, it, took, it took me hey, it, it it took me about a week to come up with that. Maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. I appreciate that. That joint is iconic, man. I had to cop that and use it in my comic strip, man. I had to. But um and that was uh, appreciated. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah, and, th- and thanks for having me on, man. I will come back any any time and bust it up with you, Venoms, man. It is, this was mad fun. Yeah, you can call any time. Oh, you can just definitely call any time. Oh, I mean, just cool. literally, just call up like, hey. Don't say that. Let's do that. Definitely, man. Uh, Robert, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, man, I just wanted to say thanks for inviting me, uh, too. Loved it. Um, great to be able to finally talk to you guys. And it, I'm, I'm simple, man. I, I live my life on Twitter. So at Robert C. Young, you can catch me on Twitter pretty much all the time. Dude, you just hiding your voice. <laughs> <laughs> the best That's hilarious. Cool, man. No, we're, we're glad to have you guys. And Geekonians, of course, 
you've been on the show, but throw throw out the Black Geeks uh, uh, info there. There you go. We're the Black Geeks. We're, you can find us on theblackgeeks.com and pretty much every social media as the the Black Geeks and Dark Geekonius, at Dark Geekonius on everything, Steam, Xbox Live, Twitter, everything. So there you go. Well, the live. I'm about to, I'm about to look you up. <laughs> Bison, you're, you're on Twitter, Bison for Life. He left. He's left. Uh, Bison yeah, he for Life on Twitter. Just yeah, I'm on Twitter. That's about it. Oh, there you go, man. There you go. So you got him on that. Trust. That's hard. <laughs> he's got the, the uh, he's got the gates up though. So don't be trying to follow him for real, for real. unless you come correct. Yo, yo. <laughs> his name is Bison. R. Bison. You know, Archie Manor. What you got to say? You've been quiet. You, did you look at uh, Jessica Jones, the only female on our show besides JD? Did you look she, at Jessica Jones? She only saw one episode. She does not like it. She's been posting about it with. Biden. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was uh, lukewarm, if you will. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we're we're pulling your geek card right now. <laughs> that's a bad one, so, lukewarm. Okay, we got it. We get it. Bad joke. Hey, you so, wanted to know. So you're lukewarm. You didn't like first episode. Why? It's just it's just not my cup of tea. I mean, you know. You didn't watch Daredevil it. yet, right? No, is that on Netflix too? You know yes, what? Give me your card. <laughs> give me your card right now. <laughs> you say, give me your damn my card. card. <laughs> my card, just so you know, I got it laminated in adamantium. So That's it's fine. indestructible. You know, I got a punch. I, I got I got a card punch that the Hulk uses. Oh well. So, you know, I'm gonna take your card anyway. Your little adamantium card, put some holes in it. Wait, but she laminated you know. it first. I don't understand. No, she's allowed. She's allowed. She didn't have Netflix. I I I kind of lent out a little. You know, I gave her a little help oh, in here. I with that. that. So she's, you know, she'll can. She'll catch up to her eventually. So you know Jessica Jones, huh? We're we're not down with Jessica Jones in the uh in the Shadow no. Scout house. Okay. No. All right, Mm-mm. that's interesting. We we gonna have to we gonna have to get into that next Yo, week. Yo, Shadow, I'm not even mad at that. Yo, just um, watch Vampire Hunter D. No, um, okay. The, the first one. Yeah, you yeah, may catch yeah, up yeah, on it. Catch up on your catch up on your anime. I might fill in those holes in your card again. Bye. But I did see Cree tonight, so I'm excited about that movie. Good. A, B, C. How many cosmic afros? You know, I'm going to give this uh, a nice four and a half. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Cree. What what, what movie is this? Cree. Cree. I saw that on Monday. That was was at work. Yo, man. Okay. Yo, it was good. Out, out of out of five, out of five cosmic afros measuring in quarters, what do you give Creed? <laughs> I would I would give it a solid four. I'd give it a solid four. Yeah. Four cosmic good. afros. That's cool. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I, I was and trust me, I was surprised like a motherfucker. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I think the trailers look good. I think the trailers look good. Geekonius, did you catch it? No? No, no. The last movie I saw was The Night Before. Oh, that I heard that, that was funny, but it was from a college out? student. 
I don't think it came out yet, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it came out. College, my friend saw it. He's in college now, oh. so his humor is a little <laughs> yeah, different. I thought. No, I'm just. That's reality, you know. I'm I'm twice as I'm more than twice his age, so you know, different humor set. Then again, maybe not. I enjoyed this as the end, you know. I enjoyed some stupid stuff. Anyway, that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, this the end was good. Anyway, quick uh, ten second review of Hunger Games. It was good. Pretty good climax to the. Show to the uh, series, you know, I wasn't. Um, Did it match the book? I don't know. I didn't read them. Probably won't. Oh. <laughs> Probably uh, never will. God, people are still reading books. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading exactly. two right now. As a matter of fact, uh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's funny. That's funny. All right, let's end this show. Um, Geek Soul Brother and the Nerdy Fans, of course, and we were joined by some great guests. Len, Fat Tribble, Robert Young, Dark Econius, Black Geeks, Bison for Life. Um, you can catch us. You can catch us on Twitter. You can catch all of all of us. MDog957, Aaliyah underscore she, Howard Toby, Illuminous, Jonathan J. Stone Zero, Real Lord Dialect, Phil Rican underscore Uno, Sharita 22, Art Humana, that Shadow Scout, and of course Five Nerdy Bems for all your nerdy news. And Geek Soul Brother on Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, a little bit of YouTube, and uh, GeekSoulBrother.com, where we got that donate button. That's that. Donate button. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little sick tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'd really love I having you guys. Hope you enjoyed the Jessica Jones. Uh, hope you enjoyed the Jessica Jones uh, review. Spoiler, non-spoiler. Too bad we didn't let them dog back in, but oh well. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, you guys take care. Talk to you later. Don't forget to uh, click the uh, stop button on TalkShoe, and we'll get this episode out immediately. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Peace. Gordon has now...